Please don't take her love away from me I'm begging you, friend Don't take her, she's all I've got She's everything in life I'll ever need She is life Welcome to House when of Hoops Monday, March 30th, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman, the Lone Podcaster. She's my water when I need a drink. She's the first thought in my mind each time I try to think. Let me tell you now, friend, don't take her, she's all I've got. Don't take my podcast away. Welcome to episode seven. I am on my own. No Laddie. Well, Laddie might join us on the uh, Instagram live a little later. In just a moment, really. Uh, Bo, possibly join us. We'll be doing that shortly here. She could kiss the ground in the winter time. And make a flower grow Let me tell you now, friend Don't take her, she's all I've got Please don't take her love away from me I'm begging you, friend Don't take her, she's all I've got She's everything We've got a little bit of news about the NBA restart, something about them considering clustering games in certain locations to try to speed up the startup. We'll get into that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate everyone. You can reach us via House of Hoops podcast at yahoo.com. Or at House of Hoops on Twitter. And we're also on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go ahead and go live on Instagram and get some action in here. So I'm not just sitting here by myself. Waiting for Laddie to join in. Should be any minute. What's everybody been up to this week? A tour of the setup could probably do that on Instagram story or something. I have some pictures of when we were building the studio out. I could probably post those, something like that. Those could be fun to look at. What's everybody been up to this week? Anything good? If not, I'm going to just go ahead and tell you about my week. Painting, so much painting. Yeah, I guess it's a good time to do it, E-Rock. I watched a couple movies this week. I watched... Uh, that new Bad Boys movie. What up, Dex? <laughs> that new Bad Boys movie was awful. It was not very good. Anybody else seen that? Dax, you might have seen it. You watch movies. Yeah, that new Bad Boys movie was rough, man. It was hard to watch. <laughs> I 
I thought the second one was all right. Bad Boys 2. Well, maybe that was just because I saw it like in the theater. What's the rating? Uh, let's see. Probably like a two and a half out of ten. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I'll probably go back and watch the rest of it if I get bored enough. Dex, you see, uh, did you see the new Ben Affleck movie called The Way Back? It's about uh, boozing and basketball. That was pretty good. I liked it. I feel like Affleck played that role maybe because it was very familiar to him. I guess he's like in recovery or whatever. He's like uh, kind of down on his luck and he's boozing pretty heavy all day, every day. And he gets an opportunity to coach a basketball team, kind of straighten his life out a little bit, give him some purpose. Sports movies are hard to not make cheesy because, you know, it always comes down to like some overcoming of defeat or a come to light situation. The last shot, you know, that shit's all kind of cheesy, but I thought it was good. You said it was different. I thought it would be worse than it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to be really bad. Turned out to be pretty good watch. Good way to blow a couple hours. I mean, name one basketball movie that, or one sports movie for that matter, that's really not cheesy. That's hard to do. Laddie, where you at? Bad News Bears. What about it? That wasn't cheesy? <laughs> Are you talking about the original or the remake? I'm going to write that one down. I haven't watched that in so long. Maybe revisit that one. I've seen it. It's just been a long time. All right, here comes Laddie. What up, Laddie? I can't hear you. Oh, hold on. Maybe if I turn you up, you're fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> What's up, man? Man, nothing much. We were just talking about, I don't, uh, somebody brought up, uh, we can hear him. All right, I can hear him too now. I had to turn him up through the board here. We were talking about, sports movies and how it's hard not to make them cheesy and we were trying right. we were trying to come up with like at least one that wasn't super cheesy somebody uh e-rock mentioned uh you've seen goodfellas yet funny he mentioned bad news bears and it's been so long since i watched it i don't remember if it was cheesy or not the one the old school one with Walter yeah. Matthau. yeah that's the one yeah no that wasn't cheesy that was good i'm gonna, I'm gonna have it to was, rewatch I mean, that was, i mean they, they made it for kids but like obviously adults could resonate with it you know yeah we were talking about uh the way back that new ben affleck movie did you see that yet no the basketball when he's a basketball coach yeah no no <laughs> it's not terrible have you saw it yeah yeah i saw it okay what do you give him what do you give his acting like a one out of ten well i felt like he played the role really well we were just talking about this at, and maybe it's because it's uh kind of relatable to him and it's almost like that role was like perfect for him because, you right. know, he's in recovery or whatever. Struggled with that. The movie is loosely based around, like, his struggle with booze. and. Oh, he, he, yeah, he did a great job doing that. Yeah. So what else? What have you been up to, Laddie? Man, nothing. Just trying to stay coronavirus free. Yeah. Running yeah. around. A little bit of work. A little bit of play. I yeah. went, to the, uh, went to the Wild Safari out there in Jackson, Tennessee. Okay. I went there yesterday. What is, that? Right. what is that? They've got, like, antelopes and deers and giraffes and buffalo bison all this and um basically you just kind of walk around this you drive around this park in your car 
mm-hmm. then you can feed the animals and stuff. And it's, it's pretty funny. It's, it's cool. It's about an hour away. It's just something to do, you know, because you get out of the house. And, yeah. Did you take the little lady with you? Yeah. Yeah. We had a good, we had a good time. So. That's cool. Yeah, we drove around and got to see the animals. And then these big old ostriches are sticking their heads in your car. And you got to like, I mean, they're hungry, you know. So. That's cool. It's a little nice little day trip, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It took us like three hours to actually complete, which is cool. But still, it was just something to do, you know. Yeah. Struggling to find shit to do around. Yeah, what, what's going on with you? What are you doing? Uh, not much, man. I've been working a little bit at my day job, the one that pays the bills. And uh, right. just been hanging out, relaxing. Uh, Friday, I washed and detailed my car. That was something anybody can do. The weather was pretty good, so I right. took advantage of that. That took a chunk of the day. Not much else. Been kind of catching, kind of keeping up with what's going on in the sport, in the sports world and with basketball yeah things like that i mean i don't know man it's like a lot's going on but nothing's going on at the same time you know yeah it's been about two and a half three weeks since the nba was suspended and yeah it's been tough man nothing to do everything's closed there's nowhere to hang out i had a couple of people over to my house friday i think it was friday night you got the coronavirus then well we sat outside Right. We sat outside in the carport and played cards. Just kind of hung out. Yeah, I think that's what people are going to have to do now. You know, even like you got to social distance ourselves. That's yeah. a fact. But I mean, just hanging out and, and putting in different places. Be quiet, kitty cat. And uh, <laughs> but distancing yourself at your own driveway is not a bad idea, you know, because you still yeah. got to have you got to have human contact. Yeah, I mean, everybody's just bored. I mean, especially folks that are used to going out and being social. People are used to used to having social lives and shit. You know, it's to just shut that down to just go from a thousand to zero miles an hour is tough. Oh yeah, I mean, we were talking about it today. You got another. We got another thirty days of this crap. You know, so like, what are you gonna do? And, and at least, yeah, I was talking to my girl about it. You know, we've got. There's ways we can do it because you know I, I'm going to work every once in a while. She's not. She's going to work every once in a while to a point. Um, but oh, Kitty, say hi, Kitty. Say hi. Sorry, we've been interrupted. We've been photo ball. <laughs> Kitty cat. Kitty, look at that. She's bored too. Yeah, I know, but I sent her. See, look, look at outside my backyard. All right. Those woods. Okay. I actually let her back there, and she runs <laughs> back there and plays. But then she comes home and like, and I'm out there with her. So she wants to go outside and play. Don't you, Kitty cat? That's See, she's bored as hell. Dude. Dak said he's left his house twice in three and a half weeks. <laughs> what? Really? Where do you get food, bro? <laughs> you know, what do you do for food? He's probably got groceries and shit. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I mean, that shit's got to go bad. What do you eat? Like, uh, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm eating, like, I'm going to the store today. And, but I'm trying to balance it out of, like, giving local businesses my money. Yeah. But then also save money by going to the store. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'd say like maybe two to three times a week, I'm actually eating out at a restaurant and getting a to-go order, and then the rest of them I'm eating at the house. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all. I think we should all support local businesses and stuff. I mean, hell, I work at a local business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important as well. As do I. We're cooking in though tonight. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm off Dude, work. I- I'm off work today, so we might splurge and do something nice. 
Yeah, man. There's there's good restaurants out there. I'm having that tomorrow on the radio show. I'm having a chef. Uh, he's a big time chef here in Memphis. He's going to come on and talk to us about uh, what we can do, eat a little bit healthier, because all the gyms are closed, man. And, you know, I go to the gym all the time. Well, not anymore. So instead of like just spurging on carbs and all these and pastas and all these different kind of weight gain foods, mm-hmm. uh, what can you do to eat light? Uh oh, I lost the connection. With who? Well, it just stalled out. I couldn't hear you. What were you saying? What What can you do to eat? Yeah. 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 I got, a, I got a chef coming on and he's basically going to let us know what we can do to gym four times. We eat healthier. Oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, well it's, it's also like sitting at your house and also, but also then what, when you're going to go out to eat, what are you going to get? You know? Yeah. I mean, you want to stay healthy because like I said, all the gyms are closed. If, if you don't have one at your house, you're pretty much SOL. Yeah. You know? Eating like rice and beans and veggies is probably a lot of it. Just yeah. Things that are light. Not load, loading up on like big sandwiches and shit like but that. But also, yeah, but also what you can do because you're going to snack too. You're just sitting at the house snacking like rice cakes. Yeah. Rice cakes are good. Mm-hmm. They'll fill you up, but you don't gain any weight off of them. Yeah. Edamame. You can get you can get frozen edamame at the grocery store typically. That's a good little snack. Yeah, I'm going to go buy some today actually. You can put that in a microwave. It takes like five minutes. That's a good one. That's kind of a regular fixture around my house yeah we got a little uh basketball news uh obviously this if you're listening to this podcast i assume this is your only source of nba news <laughs> right it looks like the nba would consider clustering teams to play games in locations and they gave examples such as the bahamas and las vegas what they're doing is the NBA is looking at the Chinese Basketball Association for examples how to resume play in a safe and timely manner. Oh, okay, Brian Windhorst wrote this so, All right. from ESPN. What, it, what the Chinese league is doing is uh, they're going to gather every team and play games in like one or two cities with like warmer climates and effective, with uh, effective quarantine strategies. So they're talking about temperatures being taken, every, all the players being monitored multiple times each day. And I guess if that works in China, the NBA is going to kind of follow suit is what it looks like. Uh, obviously, this is probably like a month and a half, two months away, like at the least. Yeah. But they're talking about using a casino property in Las Vegas where everything could be held under one roof. Others have suggested the Bahamas where they can, like, convert a ballroom into a playing court? Hell no, don't do that. That's what happened with at the Atlantis, Battle of Atlantis, when University of Memphis went out there and played, and damn Chris Crawford couldn't get his shot because he's playing in a damn ballroom. <laughs> I know this is NBA, but yeah. I, come on now. I remember that game. Don't do that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't care what they do. The sooner they start playing, the better, as far as that's if they can do it safely, you know, the sooner the better. I, I think I think the most realistic right now of those. Well, I mean, is that are those the two options right now? Um, well, there's another one where they're talking about taking over a college campus, like in the Midwest, where reported cases of COVID nineteen are lower. So they've talked about doing that too. Uh, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. You know, there's less people in the middle. You know, in the Midwest that have it. You stay away from the big cities. Right. Yeah, it says uh, getting started won't be easy. Basketball leagues in Korea and Japan have both attempted and failed already, apparently. 
the Chinese Basketball Association has already delayed its return twice. Initially was set for early April, now targeted for late April or early May. In the past week, CBA stars Lance Stevenson and Jeremy Lin returned to China and began a 14-day self-quarantine to get cleared for training camp. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. So some guys are going back to work a little bit. Uh, it's good. Good for them. Because those guys, you know, those guys, if they're playing in China, they're playing because they, they need to, I would assume. Oh, there's a lot of lower-level players that aren't being mentioned that are probably very excited to get back to work, get che- oh, yeah. get the paychecks coming back in. It also says if the 2019-20 NBA season resumes, and that's an if, it would be under circumstances the league has never seen before. Fans could be barred from games, broadcasters given limited access, and the playoff, for- playoff format could be tweaked. And we mentioned maybe like a best of three series or best of five series, just less games. Yeah. It, it says whichever path the league chooses, it will surely consider the success and failures of the Chinese Basketball Association in its return. They're cool. no. they're watching closely. They're watching these other leagues closely, these other countries, to see what they do and maybe take pieces from what they're doing to get the NBA back underway. Well, I first love the Vegas idea. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, because you got the hotels, you got the arenas, you got And they're all connected. And they're all closed. There's nobody there. You've been to Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like you have all the casinos are basically connected with each other. So it's, they're basically having summer camp in a way. Yeah. And you bring all the teams there. They all stay there. If they're not, if they're all, if they're all healthy, this is all if, you know, mm-hmm. so if they're all healthy, they're all fine. Then they can just go there, stay there, work out in the gyms, use mm-hmm. the facilities, use the hotel rooms. And then just kind of, I don't want to say keep, keep Vegas way it is, but what they could do is they could maybe broadcast those games somewhere on the strip. And people could sit in their cars and kind of watch it like a drive-through, you know? Yeah, I mean they'll broadcast them anyway. I would assume on television. Sure, sure, sure. But also, I mean, just to kind of get the strip going. Now, granted, it takes money out there to, yeah. to keep lights. I get that, but yeah. I would say do that first. And the second idea is the college campus. That's that's fantastic. If you could, yeah, play somewhere in Kansas or whatever, you know, and go to like a Fog Field House and play. That would, even though it's small. You're still not going to have anybody in there, but still have the logo out there and have the teams go out there and play. Yeah, I mean, you've got all those college campuses, Big Ten, everybody. So they could pick to go to Indiana, you know, the home of basketball. They could go anywhere. I don't think that they need to go. To, I don't. I don't like the whole going to the Bahamas. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I get it because it's warm weather and and it's the thing about it is that like away. Right. I mean, if there's any way to like put money into it, keep it here in America. You know, I mean, I mean, without fans going, it'll, it's all going to be TV rating and advertising money anyway. Yeah, I think so. That's the way it should be to a point, mm-hmm. you know, but they, I mean, and I get it without people being there in the games and watching them live. It's going to be a whole different. I mean, it's just about advertising now. Who's willing to advertise? You know, I mean, people are going to be watching them at home. Yeah, so. I think advertisers would be eager to get involved right yeah. now. Right now, they're not getting there's no sports advertising and that's one of the biggest markets for advertisers is live sports. No, I, I agree. And then of course you lost, you, you lost the NCAA tournament. You lost, uh, you lost golf. You lost a whole bunch of different things. Everything. Yeah. I mean, even the, even the women's final four as well too. I mean, you lost all that. 
So this would have, so what this today would yesterday today would have been the championship, right? <laughs> I don't know. What cha- I think uh, today, college? I think today or next week would have been the championship. NCAA, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. close. Yeah, what a loss. It's been three weeks, so you take a week off. It's either this Monday or next Monday. It would have been the championship game. Sub brooch. <laughs> uh, let's see what else has been going on. Carmelo was in the news a little bit. Him and D Wade went on uh, what we're doing Instagram Live, right? Carmelo was on there talking about. If he had been drafted to, let's say, Detroit, how different his career would have been. Oh, really? So, you know, the Pistons went to back-to-back finals in 2004 and 2005. Right. That was that Chauncey Billups squad, right? Right, right. And that was like 04 when they won. So, uh, Carmelo was drafted in 2003 with the third pick. And Detroit took Darko Milicic. Oh, that's right. They did. If they had taken Melo in 03, imagine. Who's He's, off that squad then? Uh, yeah, well, who's off Rip the squad? Hamilton? Still on it. Tayshawn, uh, Melo probably would have started, I assume. I don't know. Tayshawn yeah. and Melo? Melo says he would have won two or three rings if the if the Pistons had picked him. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about that. He was throwing a little shade. Him and D-Wade, I think they were kind of yucking it up a little bit. They were kind of talking shit a little bit about Milicic and Detroit. Uh, I think Carmelo's a little bitter that he did, hasn't won a ring. I think he's a, it's weighing on him a little bit. He considers himself just as good as those other guys in that draft. I mean, that was a big-time draft. It was LeBron, Melo, D-Wade, Bosh. Yeah, that was a huge draft. That was crazy. He's the only one in that group that didn't get one. What do you, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't think. I think he was. I think he was a good player, and I think he was. He was fine. But I don't know. His game's different from everybody else. He's the guy. It has to be the guy on every team that he's on. So he's going to shoot the ball at least twenty more times than all those other players. Yeah, I don't know because that Detroit was a pretty veteran team. They probably would have reined him in a little bit. I think it would have been a good fit. It's it's so bizarre that Detroit. Took an unknown. I guess Milicic is like his draft workout. He looked like a stud, like right? A, like uh, him playing against nobody. I guess he just couldn't miss. He he looked like a sure thing. I think that was the um, the Grizzlies had traded that pick too. That was that Detroit pick. That was the Grizzlies pick. They had traded away previously. <laughs> so I mean, the Grizzlies could have had Melo. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing: they they'd have to. They maybe got Darko for. Because maybe Ben Wallace was getting older, maybe Rashid was getting older, mm. so they had to, they had to get somebody out of there, and you just put him in their spot. It's just he didn't have the he didn't have the skills, man, that early, you know. I mean, they thought they thought he was going to be a player. Sure. Uh, I think a lot of his confidence got shook a little bit too. Um, wasn't, he, wasn't he number two? Didn't he yeah. go two in the draft? Yeah, he went ahead of Melo, behind LeBron. That's right. You know, you look at that squad, right? That was a good ass draft draft class. That was that was awesome, man. Dwayne Wade might have had a damn near better career than all of them. Now, granted, LeBron's still playing, and LeBron's LeBron James. So, you know, you kind of take him out of it. But he won a before he won a ring before LeBron. Shaq wasn't. I mean, Shaq was great on that Miami team, but he wasn't like Shaq with the Lakers on that. You know what I'm saying? So Dwayne, so Dwayne had a great career, and then he goes and plays with LeBron, and he stayed there. 
He didn't even have to move. I think he's had a great career, man. Yeah. Out of that, out of that class. But like, yeah. but you go back to DeMello. Mello was just kind of, I don't know, man. He was the man over there in Denver for a while. Then he wanted to move to New York. And then, dude, but you have to think about it. that New York squad had nobody on them when he was with them. I wish I can't remember. Was he traded to New York or did he sign as I think he was traded to New York? Yeah, I think he wanted to be traded to New York. Yeah, I think he wanted out of Denver. I remember. remember his 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 wife was working for MTV at the time. Oh yeah. You know, and then she was there, so she was like, Well, I want to be with you during the season and the off season. He can make more money being in New York. That's a fact. But yeah. there's comes a point where all these fools want to get that money and then they want to chase the ring when they're 29, 30, 31, 32 in their career. Dude, this fool's like 36 or 35 right now. Yeah, he's getting up there for sure. I mean, D-Wade's already retired. Right. He Bosh. already he got his he got his rings. Bosh I mean, look, remember, remember, they tried putting Allen Iverson with Carmelo in Denver. Yeah. I think he meant he mentioned some of that too, well, uh, playing with Iverson. Uh they they had a shot at it with Iverson. That was a good team. It was a real good team. They, they just needed more pieces and a better bench. They had some they had some good players. He said the Nuggets should have won the title in two thousand nine. They lost to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals that year. Yeah. And the Lakers went on to beat Orlando in the finals. I guess that was Dwight Howard Orlando. Dude, that Orlando team was awesome. They had Ray for Austin on that squad. <laughs> Skip to my Lou. Dude, they had him. Who was the little point guard they had? Um, Jameer Nelson? Yeah, they had some players. Dude, they had, who's the dude, uh, Turkaloo hitting threes? Yeah, they were good. They were good. Wasn't J.J. Redick on that team? He was. Anthony, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I think Redick was on that squad. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They had a bunch of shooters, and then they had Big Dwight. Yeah. But I think I think that, that Denver team could have won. They, they, they were pretty good. Yeah. He said that they really wanted Orlando in the finals. So they thought they were going to the finals. And yeah. He said, if we get game one in L.A. and game two, we're going back to Denver and we're sweeping them. I don't know how. Uh, and we would have swept Orlando, too, is what he said. <laughs> oh, they were a good squad. That Orlando team was really good. I'll look up that series. Let's see. My question is, did they give Allen Iverson a guitar when he went to Denver? The answer is no. <laughs> when he went to Denver? No. That was prime. I mean, that was good Iverson, though. Those guys were, those guys were crushing it when they were playing together. Yeah. Let's see. Game one, Nuggets Lakers. The Nuggets lost in LA by two points. Game two, the Nuggets won by three points. Game three, the Lakers beat the Nuggets in Denver by six points. Game four. Nuggets won by 19 in Denver. Game five, the Lakers won in L.A. And game six. By how much? By nine points. Game six, the Lakers won in Denver. Lakers by like almost 30. Oh, wow. <laughs> they had them shook come game six. That was Kobe and Powell. That was Adam Morrison coming off the bench, dude, getting some good playing time. Yeah, that was uh, Powell and Kobe. Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum, wow. Lamar. Vladimir Rodmanovich. Luke Walton. <laughs> Luke Walton. Was Adam Morrison on that squad? Trevor Ariza. Yeah, yeah, of course he was. Hell, getting rings, baby. Getting rings. <laughs> <laughs> I 
let's see who was on that Denver squad. What was their bench? Did they have Dar- Darko wasn't on that team, was he? On which team? Denver? No. I don't know. He could have been anywhere at that point. He played on a lot of teams. There was a, I read something once where uh, he had all his cars shipped to Serbia, where he's from. Yeah. And they're all registered. And, like, he like every town he went to, he bought a new car to drive around. And so now he has these cars in Serbia. Like, you don't have to register your car or anything. <laughs> so all, all right. of his cars have tags on them from the cities he played in. So he has, like, all these cars. He has one with Tennessee tags from when he played here. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's pretty funny. They have, like, no vehicle registration laws there. That's so funny. Let's see. You know who else was on that Denver team? Chauncey Billups. Chauncey, that's right. He was. Who was the big on that squad? Who was the big? Birdman. Oh, my God. Chris Anderson. That's right. Nene. Nene. Oh, my God. Yeah, that squad's getting better. J.R. Smith was off the bench. They had Jawan Howard. (laughs) Juan Howard. Wow. Chucky Atkins. Yeah, they had a squad. Wow. Let's see. I'm looking up that Orlando team. Yeah, yeah. Dude. JJ, Courtney hey. Lee. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Courtney Lee, Jameer Nelson, Ray yeah. for Austin. Yeah, yeah. Keto Turkaloo. Tyrone Lou. Richard Lewis. Hey, now. Richard Lewis. Yeah, that's right. He was on that squad. Yeah, he was good. He was still uh, a player then, too. See, that's why they had him, they had Reddick, and they all had those shooters. All of them. Yeah. Larry Ralston got there to shoot a three, too. <laughs> Tarkaloo. But the East was so weak then, though. I mean, you had LeBron. But you had Dwayne Wade over there in Miami. Yeah, it had some teams, but it was definitely but West heavy. Boston, Boston was weak at that time, I think. I mean, Philly was obviously weak. I mean, they were in the playoffs. Boston was, Chicago was. Yeah, they had, but they didn't have any firepower or anything there. Spurs. I mean, the West was just so dominant. The Lakers, Spurs, Denver. They had a lot of good teams. Rockets, even. Oh, yeah. What about the Grizz? Grizzly do anything? In 09, no, we were awful. The Grizzlies. Can you see what my cat's doing right now? This is crazy. That cat's on top of the damn television. Look at that. It's gonna. That TV's going to fall. It's a, that's, a, that's a flat screen. Look, don't, Kenny, do any, don't, don't do anything about it. <laughs> well, this is where I live. This is where I work. This is where I learn. If I go there and knock her off, she jumps right back on there. When I don't, she just she gets off of it. She's doing it for attention. What happens if you uh, put her outside and lock the door? Oh, I don't know. She's scared. She's real timid. So I got her as a kitty, right? So like, I'll leave her outside. I'll go out there with her, and so she always looks back at me for approval, and then she runs away. For not runs away, but she runs off. Then looks back at me, and then when I tell her it's okay, she goes off and does stuff. It's really weird. She's like a dog, kind of. Can we talk about some sports movies real quick, or move, yeah. like any of that conversation you're talking about? Have you watched anything good? I watched Miracle the other day. I, I love that movie. I yeah, love like do. true story documentaries. You know, that's a classic. Greatest game ever played. That the golf game, the uh-huh. golf one with Francis. We met when he went amateur, winning the uh, U.S. Open. Yeah. Like that's a that's a true story. That's a good one. I watched that documentary, the Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles documentary. Oh, really? The Youngest Guns. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I didn't see that. I'll let you borrow it if you want. Yeah, please. Yeah, what's that about? Um, it's about money, power, and respect in the NBA. 
it chronicles their rookie year and it follows them for it looks like several years because it talks about Darius getting traded away from the Clippers. You know, uh, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles grew up together and then they ended up playing on the same. I think they played AAU ball together and then they ended up playing on the same professional team. I think the Clippers wanted to pair them up. Darius came straight out of high school and Quentin played at DePaul for two years. That's right, he did, yeah. And the Clippers came out with like two lottery picks or some shit in that draft, and they just grabbed those two guys. And they were good, but uh, they had a lot of good players on that team. And so Quentin wasn't really getting a lot of playing time, and Darius didn't have much of a game. Like, he could dunk, but he didn't have like a jump shot or nothing. So other teams, I think, quickly learned how to defend him. He needed to get better. I don't know how much better he ever really got. He ended up getting traded to, like, Cleveland, and he ended up in Portland. The documentary is really good. It uh, chronicles their everyday lives. Like, uh, what what are they doing? What, like, how do you, as an 18-year-old in the NBA, like, how, what is your life, you know? A bit crazy as hell. Yeah, in L.A. too, right? Yeah. It kind of ta- goes into, like, what they're doing. Like, uh, they're going out, you know, they're partying. Oh, yeah, of course. Going to the clubs, man. So, uh, i tell you what you got to watch. Are you a wrestling fan? Absolutely not. Okay, well, you'll <laughs> love this. Then. Uh, it's uh, it's on Vice. It's called The Dark Side of the Mat. And I don't know if you remember the wrestler named Chris Benoit. No. I don't, I don't remember know. any wrestlers because I don't watch wrestling because I'm not 12 years old. Oh, you're really going to love this then. So, um... Uh, Anyways, I was a big wrestling guy, whatever. So what it showed was this guy, he big-time wrestler, made all the money, champion, all this stuff. He ended up basically killing his wife and his kid and then killing himself, right? It's Ew. horrible. Right. So, But then they start talking about things, about how on the, the dark side of the mat, and basically like people, they were doing steroids, they were doing all this other different kind of stuff, and it's really cool. So it's a series now that they're making. It's on um, Vice, Vice, Vice Land or whatever. And um, the next one's going to be talking about uh, other stuff. But basically, it's just saying wrestling was kind of messed up back in the day. And anyways, it's, it's a sport. So, you know, I'm into it. Yeah. I was big into How'd you not get into wrestling? You live in Memphis, man. Man, I was into it a little bit, but, like, I grew out of it, I think. <laughs> well, I grew, I grew out of it, too. When I was, like, 16, I grew out of it because I got a car and found women and stuff. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to change, change what I do. But Yeah. Um, I, can but see, then, I can see why people like it. I just, I don't know. Well, when we were getting out of it back in like the late 90s, that's when that whole attitude thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin came in. The Rock was there. And WWE. Yeah, I, they were just kicking ass. See, you know. But, uh, uh, a little bit. Right. What's really cool about this documentary is that it's, a, it's a wrestling one. And it's really, it's, they've had documentaries, documentaries on wrestlers and stuff, but they've never had it like this before. So I'm really, really excited to uh, check that out. To be honest with you. All right. Hey, uh, have you heard anything about what's going on at the golf courses right now? Yeah, they're all shut down except for Mississippi. That's what I heard too, but I had a buddy of mine tell me that he drove by one of the golf courses near our house, and it was full of people yesterday. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe uh, unless they said they, unless they pulled the band on on golf courses, I think – I mean, we might be good. 
I just looked it up online. It just said all it says is hours or services may differ due to COVID nineteen. But I thought that it was like a non essential business and it was shut down. That's what I heard when I I called them. I called two of them when you and I were going to go play the other day, and uh-huh. they basically said the same thing. And it said Mississippi is wide open. So I had a buddy of mine play uh, wedge Wedgewood the other day. He got uh-huh. in there. So I don't know. I, I'm going to. I'm going to really try to go play this week, I think, sometime. I think I'm going to have to just – I can't afford getting sick. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to try my best. But if you want, I'm thinking maybe this week we could try to go play if you're off work. Yeah. I'm All just right. bringing a whole bunch of sanitizing. I'm going to sanitize the damn cart and everything <laughs> else. I'm going to be good to go. Yeah, I'll probably call somebody. I may call somebody when we take a break here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Cookie says they're closed but not kicking people out. No golf carts. Okay, so they're they're not like treating it as trespassing. Well, that's pretty good. No golf carts. That's all right. I'll walk it. That's cool though. It's good to know. Cookie's coming yeah. through with the info. All right. Look, I'm gonna need to run. Actually, I need to take care of the, that's uh, cool. the animal. I gotta go get ready to go to the store here in a little bit. So uh, yeah, I will definitely holler at you. Yeah, yeah. This was fun. For, uh, I liked it. it yeah, cool. Thanks for coming on. I'll uh, catch up with you. Appreciate it. Hopefully. Next week is better. I mean, I don't know what to do right now. It's or hopefully this coronavirus gets slowed down somehow. If there were any if there were only something we could do to slow it down. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Standing in the office of the prophet of God. I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan. You destroyer. You killer. You get out. You break your power. You get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I demand. I demand. I demand a vaccination to come immediately. Yes. I call you done. I call you done gone. You come down from your place of authority, destroyer. You come down and you crawl on your belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head in the Garden of Eden. You will destroy through COVID-19. No more. No more. No more. It. No more. Is. Finished. Finished. It. Is. Over. And the United States of America. Is healed. And well. Thank you. Again. Thank you preacher. Let's see. Ryan Holland says his top five all-time list is one, LeBron James, two, Michael Jordan, three, Kobe Bryant, four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, five, Magic Johnson. Come on, man. LeBron is not a better player than Michael Jordan. That is insane. Michael Jordan is so much better. Come on, man. Well, all right. Thank you to anybody that listened. We appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Laddie. For coming on Instagram Live. Thank you, anybody that tuned in for that. Appreciate it. 
anybody that's listening, please follow at House of Hoops Podcast on Instagram. So you can join in on the Instagram Live, which I'm sure we'll be doing next week. Follow us at House of Hoops on Twitter. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hi, anything at all, you can email us via House of Hoops Podcast at Yahoo.com. We look forward to seeing everybody next week. I look forward to hearing from folks. We want to keep this podcast going, and I need help from everybody right now. On that note, everybody stay safe, wash your hands, be smart. Thanks again. We'll see ya. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
down we go somewhere I gotta reach down in my 